bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. We don't play nothing but real country music. Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. Everybody's doing it. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. And we're back with Sidetracked on the Pulling Radio Network. Yogi live from the Second Baptist Bar and Grill. <laughs> We're going to do an on-air exorcism today, I think. Oh, absolutely. We are your exorcism specialists. That's right. What are you going to get to today? Lots of uh, happening in the news, birthdays, some memorials. We're going to get out there. Prayer requests, that's a new one we're doing starting today. Prayer requests, yeah, we can do that. Maybe a quick red line segment, a couple things to touch on there. Yep, we're going to be welcoming our brand new sponsor for the 2017 year. Coming on board today, we're going to discuss a lot of items. Of course, we're going to have some fun while doing it. If you haven't already noticed, we've got new toys in the studio. We do. Yeah, it seems that way. Oh boy. Oh my god. Oh my god, do you see her butt? <laughs> I like it better this way. Me too, I feel a little more uh, masculine. A little uh, zest. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, well, I heard lots of people say that about you, but that's beside the point. Wow, holy shit. Yeah, we're going to go there today. Alright, we'll be right back after this special word from our sponsors on the Pulling Radio Network. Turn off that goddamn music! If you are a fan of truck and tractor pulling... Here at the Pulling Radio Network, we invite you to go check out our friend Jamie Darbro's Facebook page. Truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. Guaranteed to give the most up-to-date truck and tractor pulling news, event flyers, results, and photos. Now also on Instagram at Tractor Pulling Fans POV. Everybody, this is Kenny Eggleston with the Pulling Radio Network and host of the Pullcast, inviting you to listen to the Swap Shop here on the Pulling Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday at 10, 2, and 4 Eastern Time. If you have items you want to sell on the Swap Shop, just call and leave us a message at 518-288-6110. That's 518-288-6110. 
Tell us what the item is, how much you want for it, if you're willing to trade, and how the swap shoppers can get a hold of you. You can also let everybody know if you're looking for parts for a specific vehicle or even information. Once again, check out the swap shop every Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 8 a.m., noon, and 2 p.m. Pacific Time. The phone number again, 518-288-6110. The Swap Shop, a new service brought to you by the Pulling Radio Network. And we're back with Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh uh, here on the Pulling Radio Network. As always, uh, starting off the outdoor pulling season uh, coming up here quickly and uh, things are starting to pick up and... We actually might have some material to talk about this year, for this week at least. Well, considering we, uh, for the shows we've done so far this year, yeah, it, for this year counts. Hasn't been much out there for us. We missed, uh, we were off the air. A good bulk of the actual uh, indoor season, but that's the way it goes. You were off. I was out. Yeah, well, you were actually we, there. I was out at events. We just weren't recording, so... But now we're back recording, so uh, lots to talk about today. Uh, news out there, I guess it'll. I guess the news could kind of be our first area, but uh, yeah, we could. Yeah, why not? That seems how we always do it. We're gonna try to change things up, but we fall into a rut. But breaking news coming to Pulling Radio Network, and of course, a sidetrack. I didn't even hear that. Let's see, you are fake news. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks, Donald. But it's all uh, fake news. Great news coming to Polling Radio Network and the Sidetrack program as we welcome a brand new sponsor on board, Mr. Tony Burkhardt with Dirty Hooker Diesel, uh, stepping up to help us out for the 2017 year. Uh, great guy to have on board with a wide range of uh, talents out there in the diesel world. Covering, you know, we've seen him out on the drag race track. We've seen him out, uh, of course, more familiar with pulling, but yeah set anything up for you from mild to wild you know whether it's just uh deleting unnecessary parts on vehicles no we we never controvert anything that's you know no no i'm talking like unnecessary parts like you know the crank handles for your windows and you know things back, like that back seats 2.5 yes back seats but uh no, great to have Tony come on board. We got to go for a tour of his shop, uh, actually last Wednesday, right before we recorded, yeah. and uh, had a great time up there, as always with Tony talking, pulling, and uh, getting to see the sights and sounds of uh, All Seasons Performance and uh, Dirty Hooker Diesel. Yep, a lot going on up there. Place is busy. They're, uh, actually, they're in they're in cleaning house mode. They've been so busy that... Uh, yeah, I got to tripping over stuff, so I had to reorganize. But yeah, I mean, actually, they got an open house coming up too. That is coming as well. Uh, we'll get the exact date on that. I know it's probably it's still a couple weeks out yet. I think. Yeah, I'm sure we actually need to show up up there now. Yeah, probably should put it in appearance. But uh, yeah, good to unless good to he wants them. to pay us to stay home. All ki- yeah, that may be true too. All kinds of stuff up there for uh, you know Duramaxes particularly because that's kind of his his thing. But uh, th- they'll work on anything. There was there was uh, Dodges in there too, and. Not afraid to touch forwards and got to see some of the goings on with the uh, the pulling trucks, as it were. The uh, cheap hooker will have a new look for 2017. We didn't see what it was because when we were there, it was just a rolling chassis sitting in yeah, the corner. Yeah, there was of the shop. no body whatsoever no in body. the building for it. No body, no engine, no nothing. 
we did get to see the new uh, power plant, at least the block of it. And, yeah. You know, got to do some cool things up there, as always, and uh, kind of a nice trip up to Harbor Beach, too, so. Always a nice ride up the lakeshore there. Hey, you called that. What What did I tell you? You called it. I called that one right on the spot. Airplane mode. Yeah. Or I can just drop it on the floor. Yeah, that works, too. Tom, next caller. Okay, why is it every time we get ready to do a show, my computer slows to, like, nothing? Um, I don't know. Anyways, but welcome to Tony Burkhardt. We're going to have a lot to talk about with him, and I know we'll definitely be having him on the show uh, on a fairly regular basis to discuss uh, what's going on up at DHD. And Yeah, we'll get him uh, to give us the, the inside and the lowdown, certainly anything they got going on special-wise or something new coming down the pipe that's a, a product they want to get out there and let you know about. Uh, this will be the forum for, for them to do so, and, and we'll get some more too also uh, next week. Excuse me, when we're down at uh, UCC for all that, they're going to be down there with the booth. And... I thought we were going to the Ultimate Callout Challenge. Yeah, that place. Well, you said UCC. Same thing. Oh, I get it now. Ah. Yeah, there we Try go. Try to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Really, you think that's going to happen now? Mm-mm. Nope. Absolutely not. So, uh, I guess our next segment, probably our newest segment, is uh, births. Yeah, we can do births. Unless you had more for the breaking news type stuff. Uh, no. Nope. So, uh, congratulations to Mr. Josh Blackburn and uh, his wife on their new uh, arrival to the Blackburn pulling team. Yep. I'm sorry. I knew it happened, but I got nothing else to put <laughs> in the story. You weren't there for any of it? You didn't help uh, in the no. delivery? I, no. I figured you'd been no. out there for that. So, uh, next segment, as always, uh, actually, we'll do the obituaries here. We do have a couple to talk about. Um, Eddie Walker, uh, long t- Eddie Baker, excuse me. Yeah, Eddie Baker. Or, no, not Eddie Baker. Eddie Green. I know I saved it, and I can't remember what it is. Or Nor- Norm Green's Norm wife. Norm Green, that's it. Don't ask me how I got that far off on that one, but uh, Norm Green's wife passed away. Norm, of course, long-time puller, um, now retired from the sport, but our condolences to them. And uh, just got word this morning, uh, some friends from the Great White North, uh, Miss uh, Jody Rustin, her father passed away. Jody, of course, wife of the midget Doug Rustin, who pulls with (laughs) light limited pro stock class uh, with Southwestern Ontario Tractor Pullers. Our condolences to them. I can't see you though, bitch. (laughs) My shins will never be the same. (laughs) So as always, we've said it before. If you don't get it by now, I'm sorry, you will never get it. But uh, you got any, uh, anybody involved in the polling community who's had a lot, you know, passed on, uh, get a hold of us, sidetracked on Facebook, shoot us a message, tell them a little bit about about the person, and uh, that way we can give them their 15 minutes of fame. So Absolutely. Next stop, birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. Yeah, there's a few to get through. Heck, I've got three just for the first day, and I think you, well, you're only missing one. Yeah, I'd go for it. Tee off. First up, uh... Mr. Under Pressure himself, Troy Casiva, turning 44. You're old. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, you actually have the same next two as me. I'm not surprised though. They'll get in there. Uh, Chris Couch uh, turning 28 on uh, the April on April 13th. And wow, I didn't realize Rob Zorn was that much older than me. Rob Zorn is 45, former uh, NTPA Super Farm puller of the Snoopy Two, uh, uh, New York. Also, company right here locally, uh, part-time pullers anymore. Uh, Jeff Atkinson, happy birthday to him, turning to 35. And also a guy who's been in the seat of a few super farms, Mr. Rob Weir, also turning 35. Shout-out to Jeff Atkinson, too, for uh, pitching in with Matt Esper and, and a bunch of guys, the Jennings family. all uh, Jennings, uh, Harmons. Harmons, yep. Bunch of bunch of pullers and, and guys from this area who loaded up semis and headed down south to uh, supply hay and, and other supplies to the farmers who've been affected down the, there by the, the fires. The panhandle, those of you who don't know what's going on, I don't know. You know, it's kind of getting to the point where it's really starting to piss me off because there's been no national coverage of it. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the fires None. in uh, the Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and uh, southeastern Colorado area wiping out millions of acres of uh grasslands and hayland and uh lot lots of animal deaths uh farm complete farms total losses yeah. so you know farming communities really stepped up in the past month helping them out and uh hauling hay fencing materials any supplies they possibly need to help get back up and running so uh great job farm community yep. great to see everybody pulling together help out with that so glad to see that Thanks for doing that, guys. Sure. Okay, Friday, April 14th. Uh, first up, we got Mr. Jack Bl- J- Jeff Blackburn turning uh, 42 years old. Turning out some very nice uh, die-cast puller replicas. Oh, absolutely. Some of the customs out there that are really cool. Good to see. Uh, Mr. Harry Buckle, uh, part-time uh, street legal puller up in the thumb, yeah. turning 27. Like the like the photo he's got there on his uh Yeah, I see that. Uh, supporting the sidetracked industries there. Yeah, I like that. Um actually last time I saw Harry pull uh he took out his tie rod up at Elkton two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> don't get I don't get to see him out that much, so happy birthday to him. Uh also need to thank uh the guy who uh uh sent a birthday shout out to the guy who really makes sure we stay lubricated during our Meta weekend. Mr. Jerry Sprite up there at the Armada Fairgrounds, keeping that big beer tent pitched up and full. Oh, I, you got to love Jerry, and he does a lot helping out on the track, and, you know, his son out on the track, yeah. and Jerry, of course, too. So happy birthday to him. Let's see. Next one, I have a Saturday. Yeah. Some part-time puller named Tyler Slaw. I don't want to talk too much about him. He's he's engaged to my childhood pulling crush. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Talisa? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only reason I watched two-wheel drive mods, or two-wheel drive super mods was just because Lisa. He sits any closer to that engine. Potential for, children, <laughs> potential for children not to be in the future of that relationship goes up exponentially. Well, somebody might need to pinch hit for him. It's all you, buddy. All right, uh, Sunday, Mr. Dan Scheid. If you don't know he is who he is, you don't follow decent performance very closely at all, and you also don't follow the PPL no. pulling circuit whatsoever. No, you don't know anything about what's going on. Turning uh, 65 years old, of course, the kingpin of the Scheid diesel world. Uh, With three locations to, to him. serve you. Yeah, three locations. That, that point's you know free after that we start charging. You know what, that's... Probably one of the coolest things is the bigger diesel shops, you know, 
now you're starting to see him branch out. And Dan Scheid's really been the first one to really get out there and cover, you know, more than one location with his shops. Yeah. So one of these years we'll manage to make it out to uh, SDX. Seems like there's always too much going on around here, though. Actually, this year we could. Pending Chelsea. Yeah, we'll have to see. Jury's out. Because, yeah, we get, we're get we open that weekend. All right, Monday. Oh, we got that guy. Yeah, Mr. Scott Shoebridge is turning 37. Also uh, turning 24, a guy who helped me out quite a bit this year out in Smith's Creek, Mr. Chris Dunsmore, turning 24. And from California, I'm not sure which one it is because it's a shared profile, but Donnie and Kathy Fagundis, the very involved in all kinds of pulling out in the Central California Valley, uh, San Joaquin Valley. So whichever one of you it is, happy birthday. I'm going to guess Kathy because it doesn't list an age. Probably. Yeah. We wouldn't tell it anyways. All right. Tuesday, Mrs. Angie Selinski. Uh, we're going to see more of the Selinski family out there this year. They've been pulling with uh, Michigan Minis and MT Pocket Pullers for quite some time. Uh but uh, we're going to see him out in the seat of a V8 hot rod this year. So uh, nice. happy birthday to Angie. Wow. Too many people coming up here uh, on Tuesday <laughs> for me. That's, that's all I got. Yep, that's it. So uh, happy birthday, everybody. If we missed or you want a special birthday shout out, make sure you get a hold of us on Facebook. Because if you haven't liked our page, you're really not that cool. So uh, of course, want to do it now? Yep, go do it now. Otherwise, we will send, uh, we'll have Donald send some people out after you. I'm sorry, I'm too slow. <laughs> you are horrible today. So, and uh, some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> so, with that, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back to get to the meat and potatoes, or in this case, Salisbury steak and instant mash for really the quality of show we have. So, we'll, uh, mm, yum. We'll get right back to you. This is Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. High Rev Technologies of Jackson, Tennessee. High Rev specializes in applying high-performance coatings to various engine and drivetrain parts. High Rev is proud to offer TechLine coatings. TechLine is the world leader in advanced automotive coatings. High Rev also offers dry film lubricants, high-temperature ceramics, and thermal dispersant coatings. Virtually every performance part can benefit from some type of coating. We can coat your parts or supply from our list of approved suppliers such as Clevite, King, FP Diesel, RHS Heads, Federal Mogul, Felpro, and Hastings Rings. They offer custom part designs and machining services. And their projects have run the gamut from large to small. They're happy to take on any size project you can design. Please feel free to contact my friend Josh Mobley at High Rev Technology www.high-rev.com Polar Air Compressor since 1977 is your factory direct source for quiet industrial piston compressors from 3 to 25 horsepower, rotary screw compressors from 5 to 400 horsepower, refrigerated air dryers, and a full line of parts and service. Find Polar Air at eatoncompressor.com or call toll-free at 877-283-7614. That's 877-283-7614. Also, make sure to check us out on Facebook. And we're back with Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network, powered by DHD Performance, 
your Duramax experts located right up in Harbor Beach, Michigan. So make sure you go give them a look. Go to Dirty Hooker Performance or DirtyHookerDiesel.com or look up DHD or Dirty Hooker on Facebook. Like and share them. Get the word out there. Great company and uh, definitely have the Duramax knowledge to do anything you need done on your GMC or Chevrolet vehicle. Yep, mile to mile, they cover it all. Street trucks all the way up to super stock diesel pulling trucks. Yeah, they, they cover the gamut up there and definitely have the knowledge and know-how up there. Tony's proven himself for many years knowing what it takes to get them Duramax. is just a ticking, so great to have Tony and the gang on board. Uh, great group of people up there and uh, definitely will get you a quality product that you need to keep you going down the road. Right, so what are we gonna talk about now? Tractor pulling. Yay, my favorite. That Actually, we're, we're gonna talk about more than just tractor pulling. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, UCC to cover. We haven't really touched on it much, but it's sneaking up eight days away. April twenty first, twenty second, and twenty third. Not that far away for those of us in Michigan. Just a quick trip down Interstate sixty nine right down to a little town called indianapolis we're going to be at lucas oil motor speedway where we're going to have all three days right in one venue yep they've got the spot for the dyno they've got the drag strip and they've got the pulling track all in one site so great venue to be doing this and uh looking forward to seeing everybody get out get running Seen a lot of debut stuff. We already talked a little bit about the new Ingler chassis for Wagler Performance, but seeing Derek Rose finally starting to get uh, blue balls wrapped up and ready to roll. Um, thinking maybe, I don't know, Charles, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, Same thing as yesterday, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking I don't have work tomorrow. Maybe we sneak down to the shop. Okay. As long as I'm back before... Four. Ah, the wife will be home, huh? Wife will be home and daughter's got first communion or first communion tomorrow, so I'm not missing that. Oh, youngest sissy, okay. No, Allie. Oh, you guys aren't Catholic, that's right. No, it's first communion Lutheran. happens for us when we're in second grade. Yeah, no, like Lutherans do it a little Lutherans different. Lutherans op- opposite, I think you guys yeah. yeah. I think you get I don't know when confirmation hits for you guys. She's been in it for a year already. Has she been confirmed already? Or No, it's not over, but... Okay, so she's just getting started with it. Yeah. Then. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's how I'm going. Um, not missing that. Yeah, no, you got, definitely got to do uh, daddy duties out there. So, But enough about us. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, looking forward to seeing Thumbs classes get up and running this year. Um a lot of tractors coming out this year debuted. Um, so we hear. So we hear. But uh, ones we definitely know, uh, Joe Tyson bought uh, Mod, also uh, Steve Gertzenberger from up in Snover, Michigan. Two pullers jumping out of the small tired mini class for mid uh, Michigan minis and MT pocket pullers and are going to be joining the modified ranks this year for thumb tractor pullers. So looking forward to that. One extreme to the other. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, definitely going to be different. I mean, you're going from probably one of the smallest tired classes out there running on the little uh, 8 or 12-inch uh, Dick Cepex going all the way up to uh, 30.5 is the biggest tire run in pulling. Yeah, that, 
There, there you go. You're getting getting close here. God, if there's any, we need an intern. Bad. Just do it. There you go, Atta boy. <laughs> oh, you want a cookie now? It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. <laughs> but no, looking forward to seeing that. Of course, uh, the light limited class coming back for year two. And I know uh, we've been talking with some pullers, uh, going to have their iron back up and running, hopefully, for this year. And, uh, of course, my project still is sitting in the barn, haven't had the money nor the time to do anything with it. But uh, uh, I, I like money. Yeah, so do I, but too bad I never have it right. in my hands long enough. It goes right into the next pulling vehicle. But uh, lots of iron, of course, going to be coming out. We're seeing uh, fresh paint jobs already rolling out of paint booths. And I'm sure there's a lot of motor stuff being done that has not been discussed. But don't worry, the sidetrack crew always tries to keep up on everything. And uh, just when you can think you could keep a secret from us, we go and burst your bubble. And uh, we do find out details. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, keep it to ourselves. Kind of a megaphone. <laughs> oh, thank God for Donald. He does a lot to help the show. Empty talk. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, looking forward to the season debut, of course, seeing old friends and meeting new ones. Pack a great venue. First weekend in June, uh, be the first Friday there, and I do believe on Saturday they will have the Michigan Minis running again. Uh, don't quote me on that. I have seen the schedule, but I haven't had a chance to really look at it in detail, see what I can do for them. But another great group. Uh, we've talked, of course, with uh, Darren Gilbert before. In our first episode of Hookers and Blow, and don't worry, Hookers and Blow will be still going on. Yeah. We're just trying to get our equipment set up so we can have uh, have guests call in. That's our biggest thing right now, why we've just been us two idiots doing everything, is we're uh, getting close. We're down to our last pieces in the puzzle. It's just figuring out the software and what we got to do and what cable goes where to make it work. So uh, we'll keep playing with that and uh, hopefully be able to... Uh, Get you guys a great product and uh, see the return of Hookers and Blow where we go turbocharged on race gas. When and if we get to it. These days of rising healthcare costs, blah, 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 lip service, lip service, get out. <laughs> nope, it, it will happen here. We got, we got to do it because it's a great series and we've got a lot of good ideas for it. You can't be at least mildly interesting and shut the hell up. All right. I think that was a new record for me. <laughs> but uh, no, Ultimate Call Out Challenge, of course. Uh, great guys. Northwest Dino Circuit going to be putting it on again for the second year and uh, looking forward to getting down there. We will be down there Thursday night to uh, mix and mingle with the big names that we've all seen advertised that are going to be putting it out, all out out there on the circuit this uh well like i said a week away damn near for us so as you uh, hear it yeah. as you hear it it'll be a week away for us to get down there i know uh we're looking forward to seeing and uh for you getting a chance to meet that dave foltz guy who uh shares an office space with us and uh, oh, sometimes does a show i hope he leaves uncle zeke home because there's going to be a lot of high-dollar parts laying out there, and we know what happens. He likes to fence stuff. Ooh, shiny. Yep. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be a great event to get to. Once again, 
April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, Lucas Oil Motor Speedway in Indianapolis, Indiana. Make sure you go online and uh, get your tickets. I do believe we got like 50,000 already purchased, so this will be a rather yeah. decent-sized crowd for us. There's some contests out there, too. Uh, various people are putting up uh, raffle items. I saw one this morning from D&J Machine. Uh, Go to their Facebook page to get the whole skinny on it, but it's something about like and share DNJ, like and share UZC, and you'll be entered for a chance to win either a stage one cylinder head or a billet front cover. Uh, I forget now what third prize was, you know, the third choice was, but uh, so not only are these guys spending a ton of money on some custom trucks, they're putting their money where their mouth is and they want to get you uh, hooked up too. Also, if you're down at UCC and you're a listener, of course, utilize the hashtag. Hashtag UCC17 for all your photos you post and uh, hashtag sidetracked for and uh, hashtag PRN. So make sure we get everybody get the photos out there so everybody who isn't able to make it down there can see it. And don't worry, if you can't make it down there, it will be live streamed again. So uh, I'm sure you're going to see lots of uh, video come out here and there. Uh, giving a sneak peeks because uh we're talking major dyno numbers this year everybody was happy about 20 2000 to 2500 horse last year well that's a thing of the past those numbers are minuscule to what these what these racers and competitors are going to try to hit this year and i guess you could say pullers because yeah they're going to have to pull so but uh definitely uh definitely the event to watch for uh 2017 ultimate call out challenge kind of excited to see you know it's it's kind of a, it's it's building the anticipation even more because some of these shops are putting stuff out there you know they're going to the dyno i think uh waggler's supposed to be back on the dyno uh, this week uh, so was um firepunk um holly rock customs was going to be out testing their truck but they're not gonna they'll show you what's going on but they're not gonna tell you the numbers are hitting yet so no it's gonna be all hang out uh, the day of the event. So, uh, like I said, I'm I'm excited for this just because it's gonna be completely uh, completely insane down there. Down there, I mean, it was a uh, pretty big deal last year out in uh, out in Salt Lake City, but it was far enough removed from the major masses that a lot of people didn't get out there. Yeah. This year, it's gonna be very accessible. So uh, you're gonna see. Uh, craziness probably out in the pits i'd say yeah if uh, not even the pits just the spectators themselves if, I have if a they're allowing camp under anything on, on the racetrack this th- that weekend oh boy uh, i think we'll have to go through the campgrounds be careful <laughs> actually that's going to be one of the key things the cool things i think we're going to be able to do and add a dimension to the coverage of the event is um once for the day things have quote-unquote finished uh, the thrashing that's going on back in the pit area, um, we're going to have enough helpers and, and people tied to us that are going to be on the grounds. We're going to try and bring you some of that action too. Uh, so it, it'll be across the PRN community that you'll be able to get that information and yeah. see what's going on. As, as of right now, we have, uh, I believe, we're up to four uh, stingers going to be out there uh, for the sidetrack crew. Um, three of the sidetrack crew, one for Pulling Radio Network. Uh, going to be out there, able to go through the pits and uh, record the details of the carnage and the wrenching. And yeah. not just the carnage, but what I'm really looking forward to seeing this year. And I'm sure a lot of this is going to actually happen off-site at Fleece's shop just up the road. But uh, 
the chassis changes and the axle swaps and the yeah, from trans Saturday, swaps and all that. Saturday to Sunday, I really Saturday want to see that. Saturday to Sunday, that's going to be really interesting and uh, looking forward to seeing that because last year everybody tried to do an all-in-one vehicle and uh, they found their shortcomings really quick with that, that there isn't an all-in-one setup that'll do good on everything. So that now this year they're going, it's going to take more time. It's going to take more man hours to do it. So let's just throw the people at it and try to get everything as quick change as possible to get the transits out. And, you know, we're going to see detuning on the racetrack this year. We're not going to see everybody pushing all the fuel that we'll see on the dyno numbers. And I have a feeling we're also going to see some defueling on the sled pulling just because they're, you're running maybe, what, a 35-inch tire maximum, you know, there's really no maximum tire size, but the bulk of the guys are going to probably be running a 35-inch tire. There's only so much power you can get through that amount of rubber to the ground. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that, too, because really these guys are getting close to, or if not on a par with, the the super stock diesel pulling trucks, dedicated pullers, who cannot hook up everything they've got now. They just can't, and that's with full uh, cut tires. Somebody on 35-inch uh, DOT tires is going to have even more problems, you know, putting that power to the ground. So um, it'll be interesting to watch driving styles and see how that gets attacked and approached, especially by guys who are uh, primarily drag racers and aren't accustomed to going, pulling with the truck. Point blank, pedaling it. Yeah, being able to you know roll in and roll out and uh, not dump all the boost and things like that. So that'll be, it'll be interesting to watch. I'm looking forward to to polling day, not just because we're pullers at heart, but just to see how everybody handles. And not to mention it'll be the last day we have to work. (laughs) I've got no illusions about Saturday. It's going to be tough. Saturday is going to be a tough marathon. We're looking at probably 15 hours of dyno time and, uh, 30 trucks of two shots each. And if nobody breaks anything, it's about 20 minutes each truck at least. Oh, absolutely. So it'll be, It'll be interesting and uh, quite a challenge for us to keep the show moving and keep the space filled talking um, as we're swapping trucks in and out. And I honestly, I don't think it'll be completely doable. We are going to have to take breaks, you know, and there will be some dead time while we're hooking up trucks just because there's only so much you can talk about. And 15 hours straight, when you try to talk that straight, there is an announcer out there. And if they say they can they're not giving you a quality show that can have that type of voice retention for that period of time. No, I'd rather give you something important in terms of knowledge and then have silence for a little while than just constantly be plying you with noise. Absolutely. So, uh, that, that, you know, once again, ultimate call challenge, UC hashtag UCC 17. Um, Lots, lots going to be going on in Indianapolis as we're down to about, a, we're a week away from uh, having a venture down to uh, Hoosier land to go, uh, go see some pretty cool and badass shit. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It'd be a good time. So what else do we have to talk about? Uh, well, rumor has it that uh, Kane Brothers, uh, one of our sponsors here on the Polling Radio Network or the Polar Air Group, uh, bought a couple more. Uh, two-wheel drive trucks. Their intentions are not to have them all out for uh, 2017. They intend to go for GN points in 2018 with four trucks. Uh, probably only see two, the, the two you're used to this year. Going heads up against the Petros. Petros and the Nelsons and the Longs and everybody else. and should be should be a good thing for the class. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a fierce class as it is. And probably out of all the NTPA classes, it's probably actually more budget friendly than Super Farm. 
Um, yeah, probably is. Probably is. Uh, and it's a it's a good class for um, not so much on the the technical side because the rules haven't changed in so long that uh, it's it's a pretty straightforward and, and easy to grasp class. But it's a class where you really get to see who can drive. I think between these and the minis is probably the two hardest things in pulling to drive. And we're seeing a lot of people, like a lot of pullers going to them driver classes where they have yeah. to have the ability. And I don't know if it's arrogance or just because, let's face it, the minis are cool to watch and the two-wheel drives are a great class. But, you know, is it arrogancy out there saying, hey, I am a good driver, I can pilot this. And so far, so good. Everybody who's gotten the seat has been able to capably handle the vehicle and harness that horsepower. Because that's it. Anybody can go out there and jam the throttle wide open. Properly harnessing the horsepower is the name of the game to try to do, and it's going to be a hell of a feat to do it. We're seeing horsepower numbers year in and year out. We we talk about it, you know, when we describe a pulling sled at every event, we talk about, talk, you know, announce that. You know, horsepower numbers gaining every year. But when you step back and look over a five-year period, it's astronomical, the horsepower gain everybody's getting year in and year out. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think there might be a little bit of personal pride at going to these driver type classes to see you know, where do I stack up. Um, but I think another piece too is that we talk all the time about cost of pulling, cost of pulling, cost of pulling, cost of pulling. Well, a five engine mod or or a diesel modern diesel super is way more expensive than a two wheel driver or mini rod is, and so I think cost concerns are, are a piece of it too. Yeah, I mean, you look at the mod class, every time you got a rotating or moving part, there's wear, there's abuse happening, and, uh, you know, the, that class there, it's, it's going to be hard to get numbers. It's, you know, when you're looking at 10,000 horsepower on a four-engine chassis, you know, it used to be back in the day, if you were running an unlimited mod, you had to have five motors. Yeah. And now it's down, we get rid of that top motor, and... uh we're running four and still being at the same horsepower numbers. It's insane what they're doing. And, of course, by eliminating that motor, it eliminates a lot of cost. But just the same as eliminating motor, you know, gets rid of a lot of cost. Adding motors to a single engine, a two engine, a three engine, state or regional mod, you know, that cost factor goes up ex exponentially. And the wear and tear on the driveline parts goes up where a lot of guys can't afford it now. Yeah. And on the minis, to me, it's the ancillary part that's that's interesting or appealing to me, I guess, the older I get. Never really cared. I like the minis, but they've never been a favorite class of mine. But I'm really coming around to like them, partly because of the, the participation we're seeing. But uh, as as a dreamer, I guess, is, a, is the best way I could phrase it, somebody who wants to be a puller, that class has a lot of appeal because you could be a grand national puller out of a 16-foot box truck. You don't need a big semi. You don't need – it's they're light enough where literally a 16-foot box axle truck. Tandem axle trailer. A t yeah, tandem axle trailer behind a half-ton pickup. You're going pulling at the highest level. You don't have to spend, you know, two hundred and fifty grand on the toter home of your dreams to go pulling. You don't need it. No, absolutely not. And that's – you know, that's the biggest thing. I mean – Everybody kind of wondered why Ken Venny got wanted to get into it. I'm sure, you know, age and the ease of transporting something was a big factor. And I'm not trying to slate Ken Venny whatsoever, but let's face it, he's not getting any younger. The legend <laughs> he is, um, you know, 
he he's not getting younger. His wife isn't getting younger. And uh, by going to the mini, it's easier for him to work on. It's easier for him to yeah. move around. Well, he said as much when he was on the show last year. Yeah, it's it's only one engine to ta- to maintain instead of four. He's got a table he made in the shop where he just rolls the. He can push the thing onto the table himself, jack it up to waist height, walk around, do whatever he's got to do to work on it, drop it back down, out out the door you go. You know, there's no. Uh, he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that with the mod. So there's a lot of appeal in terms of ease of working on the thing for him. Oh, absolutely. So next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that subject ended abruptly. Well, there's nothing more to say. That's all I got to say about that. I'm just loving if it, those of you who are on social media for all the, you know, in, old pulling pages and the modern stuff we're seeing it even on PullOff.com. All the old mods that are resurfacing now. Yeah, there's a lot of them coming out. It's kind of it's cool to see some of this history out there doing stuff again. And once again, if you have any pulling footage, uh, video, I, we can do what, 8 millimeters, 16 millimeter. Yeah, I did want to mention that um, I can do VHS, VHS compact, um, 8 millimeter, 16 millimeter film. Um, we'll be adding in shortly uh, Super 8 film, high 8 magnetic, uh, you know, like the VHS, but it's, it's the high 8, I'll have that. And U-Matic will be coming soon, too. Hi. I think you found the only guy with the U-Matic recording out yeah. there. Yeah, there's probably bound to be more. If you've got something that looks like a VHS cassette, only bigger, and you're not sure what it is, probably U-Matic because uh, they were used in uh, broadcasting. Um, 80s, Late 70s, 80s, and 90s, it was a broadcasting format, and uh, some of these shows and whatnot are still preserved on, on the U-Matic cassettes as masters. Uh, you wouldn't have this as a home recording. It's going to be a you know a studio master. Uh, most likely, these weren't popular in the commercial marketplace, but or excuse me, the consumer marketplace. So we'll be we'll have one and be able to work with that. And there's be a small, we're I I hate to say this, but there's there is going to be small fees associated with doing this going forward. I just can't afford the time and materials to be doing it on my own graciousness anymore. <laughs> DVDs are getting expensive, huh? Well, the discs, and we're getting to a point now, too, where, you know, some of this equipment I had already, but I'm adding stuff to it uh, to be able to cover more cover more ground. And the hours that it takes to be able to run some of this stuff, too, you know, my time's got to be worth a little something, so. Your time isn't worth anything. Don't even go there. Yeah. We do this show, for God's sakes. I can make that much money in five seconds. I only wish. Right. <laughs> So, but yeah, get, you know, reach out to us. It's not going to be you know astronomically expensive or anything like that. But we'll uh, we got to recoup. We got to recoup costs a little bit, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. I'm running out of steam. To be honest, I'm working on a gravel train. So for those who are listening outside Michigan, look up Michigan gravel train. <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> Lots to do. Oh, and they're always abused. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, uh, feeling a little uh, worn out to say the least. But, uh, light limited schedule. Uh, we're gonna be going over that. Nothing's changed since the last time we talked. 
at least from the schedule up here. But I do know there are, I believe, three other hooks they're looking at adding. Yeah, uh, about that. You know what? Maybe we should get a guy on who knows something about that. And luck would have it. Uh, that conversation was had before we got in the studio here today. Uh, so a week after next, uh, Ed Shoebridge will be joining us. Not sure if it's going to be by phone or in person yet. That'll be worked out. Probably have to be in person as of right now. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, we'll discuss the light limited travel calendar. And also, we'll bring you a tech piece, which we haven't been able to do in quite a long time. We're going to do a discussion about lubrication. <laughs> KY? You got me now! Astroglide? Yes. Warming sensations? <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know what time we're at on this. I don't either because uh, it's been just kind of running. You can figure we do a, do a red line segment. We'll be pretty close to an hour. You got a red line segment? I got a red line segment. Two new things right up to the minute news is where you get all your information from for all things motoring. Pretty soon you'll be able to check out Redline Radio once a week, powered by Dirty Hooker Diesel here on the Pulling Radio Network. I'm looking forward to get back to doing that. Uh, Sidetrack's up and running now, and uh, it now won't take much to get Redline back up and rolling. I know uh, Kenny Eggleston's got some segments. Dave Foltz does. Ray Taluki does. So uh, it's uh, going to be cool to get that back out there where you get to hear something other than pulling. Yeah, so here's what Redline Radio would sound like if it was up and running as a weekly show heard on Fridays. Uh, two things that uh, have emerged in the last, uh, well, in less than 24, last 24 hours as we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, first thing was this morning, uh, word came down that uh, uh, the McLaren team has allowed, oh, I'm drawing a total blank on the guy's name now. Doesn't that suck? Man, you're getting old. I'm going to edit this part. So I don't sound stupid. Oh, Fernando Alonso. I don't know why the hell I capped on that. Fernando Alonso has been released from driving at the uh, Monaco GP to drive at the Indy 500. And it, ostensibly it'll be a McLaren entry, but uh, within uh, the Indy Racing League, all the cars are Delara chassis, the DW12 chassis. So it's the same car as everybody else, regardless of who owns it. And McLaren has fessed up that Andretti Autosport is going to be the actual entry behind the car. Um, there's a tie-in. It'll be a Honda-powered car, which is what his F1 car is. But it's uh, very, very rare in this day and age for someone in the top lines of, of their particular form of racing to be able to cross over into another one. Back in the 60s and 70s, it was common for the best names in the sport to climb into anything they could get into and race a couple times a day if they could. So it's kind of kind of surprising and interesting that McLaren has permitted Fernando Alonso to uh, opt out of the biggest race on the F1 calendar, Monaco Grand Prix, and, and run Indy instead. Um, I know he's very dissatisfied with the performance of the McLaren, or lack thereof, and basically uh, probably put it to them in no uncertain terms, either you let me do this or goodbye. And he's one of the most coveted talents in, in the F1 garage. So. Getting up there in age, he's two-time former world champion, but uh, the, the best in the business, such as Lewis Hamilton, regard him as the only other competition out there. A uh, lot of re- lot of respect for Fernando Alonso and what he can do in a Formula One car. And uh, I'm sure, yeah, there's probably an ultimatum handed down. Either you let me do it or I'll go drive for somebody else because I'll find somebody who wants me. So 
So that's kind of hard to argue with that uh, viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other thing is, uh, have you seen this Dodge Demon? Oh my God, have I ever? Oh boy, I I don't know whether to really like it or just kind of go fail. <sighs> what is wrong with you, America? Fail. Things badass. Things fucked up. Well, there's a lot of things fucked up, including you, but that's beside the point. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, this was supposed to be an all-out, all-in drag car, and in a sense, it sort of is. But, uh, you know, the first thing I, I say is, all right, fine, we're going to go all-in. This is supposed to be a drag car or something that's close to being ready. And they sell it with uh, 305 with tires front and rear. And the little, you know, dime front tires are in the trunk. Well, in order to pass various safety regs and automotive regs, that means they got to sell the car with front fender flares that are huge. Well, if you're going to take those big tires off and just save them because you're going to smoke both sets eventually anyway and put the little tiny tires in the front, why not just sell the damn car with the tiny tires already on it and put the big ones in the trunk, the second set of big ones in the trunk, and then you get rid of the flares. Yeah, that's the first thing if it's an all drag car. Second thing, if this is supposed to be an all drag car, why the hell do they put such low-profile big rear tires on it? Not enough sidewall to really wrinkle them in and get the car to launch. Yeah, the, the numbers I see are impressive. you got to turn the air conditioner on to get a form of intercooling. Okay, cute little trick, but now you're robbing horsepower with a compressor. I haven't seen any numbers as far as price on this car yet. But something tells me I'd rather have uh, maybe a standard SRT charger and the money difference, and I'll go faster in the end. Yeah, very well could. It is impressive to see at least some sort of effort being put forth by one of the big three to have a race car being manufactured again. I mean, this to me falls back to what we're at with NASCAR, where we used to see, you know, look at Mopar back in the day. The Super V. Yeah. And the Daytona. Yeah. Superbird and the Daytona. I mean, one was a re rebadged uh Super V, the other one was you know, with a with a different nose and a fin on the back, and the other was a charger that had the same thing done to it. And you know, they had to mass produce them to make entry. It's great to see some sort of effort being put back in there so that way, you know, you can quote unquote go back to the nostalgia days. And I'm sorry, GM and Ford's really dropped the ball. Yeah, they've done great as their kind of reincarnation with the Mustang and the Camaro, but Dodge has really taken a full force short of this really bad downfall with the Demon or the Dart, which is absolutely freaking pathetic. I don't know why the fuck you would even come to the market with something named Dart that looks nothing like a oh. Dart whatsoever. Well, on that on that point too, since the car does exist, one of the coolest cars that was part of Dodge's performance package was the SRT4 Neon. Where the hell's the SRT4 Dart? Why is this not a thing yet? Uh, I don't get it. I, you know, you know they can slap a V6 in there. I didn't have to do that. Do a Turbo 4. I'll be just as happy. Turbo 6, come on. Okay, that's fine too, but... We don't want tires just blowing off. We want them completely shredded. Okay. I'm sold. <laughs> but back on it, you know, they did, they, marketing-wise, they did actually a kind of a brilliant thing with the Demon in the sense that it's already, quote-unquote, banned from NHRA because it doesn't have a parachute on the back. It's for the times and speeds it can hit. 
that's a simple bolt-on. That's easily fixed. Yeah. But it doesn't have a time. It doesn't have a cert cage in it for the times it could run. So you're still going to have to do that. Not whether or not the car is prepped in such a way that you could easily insert one. I don't know. I guess that's to be to be revealed. So that might just turn out to be a marketing gimmick. But even beyond all that, haven't seen a price shown yet on this car. But if it's low enough, a if you just bought a Hellcat, does that make you want to kill yourself? And you B, know what? The Challenger Hellcat is amazing. And B, if it is actually substantially more expensive than a Hellcat, is 840 horsepower versus 707 enough to induce you to buy the thing? Tim Allen style. <laughs> exactly. I suppose. We'll see. <laughs> the other thing I don't like about this car, if you really want to make a splash with a vehicle, they've been teasing shit for the, on this thing since... New Year's, I think. Yep. Every week they dribble out a little more, dribble out a little more, dribble out a little more. What's more memorable in the end? That style of presentation, which all the automakers seem to do anymore, just tease, 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 tease before you actually get the car, or what Ford did with the GT, where no one even knows the thing exists. You show up at the auto show, you, you think you're sitting in the stands for the reveal on the, uh, the, the, 350, the Shelby version of a Mustang. They roll that out. Okay, sounds great. Looks great. Thumbs up. Okay, let's go have lunch. Oh, but wait, there's more. And all of a sudden, bam, here's this Ford GT. Look what we built. Oh, yeah, we're putting it in production. Holy shit. What a splash that made. I don't know why they didn't do that with this. I got nothing. They should have. I mean, yeah, I'm tired of the damn cock teasing, more or less, of uh, that the auto manufacturers think they have to do. Just come blow it out of the water and call it good. You know, blow my mind. Keep it under wraps. We know they got the facilities to do all the testing without anybody ever seeing it. Why Why do you got to just keep putting, oh, look, at there's a quarter panel. That's a nice quarter panel. I like that quarter panel. No, just show me the entire damn vehicle, and let's be done with it. I'm not a big one for overall surprises. Just blow me out of the water and be done with it. Yeah, I think the danger is that you whip up expectations to be so high that you risk once the car actually comes out being disappointed. Honda had that problem with the new NSX. They teased that car quite literally for three or four years, and when it finally came out, everybody's like, <sighs> okay. Yep, next. Yeah, well, it is much. a Honda. Yep, it comes is with a the pull cord. <laughs> yeah, and no, they missed the mark on that car versus what the original NSX was. NSX is a really nice lawnmower. Yes. <laughs> Boy, can it make the grass fly when the VTEC kicks in. <laughs> Isn't that what you go to get rid of the clap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. But no, uh, that's what you can look forward to with Redlined as we come back with that. Uh, we got the facilities. We can do it anytime we want now. So we yes. can, and uh, look look forward to more coming out with uh, Pulling Radio Network. We got a lot coming on. Uh, more guys going to be starting to do the live shows and uh, Facebook live shows. So uh, look forward to that as we really uh, really uh, get uh, out there. And I hear my dog Arthur's getting pretty upset with us. Fine. <laughs> You're okay, boy. You're okay. Wait, Charles, you don't have any rims on your car now. <laughs> that's okay don't need them uh, so once again thank you to dirty hooker diesel for their sponsorship for 2017 you're going to hear us rattling their name off as we rightly 
owe them uh, with the sponsorship. And uh, uh, thanks again, Tony Burkhardt, for everything. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody in a week down in UCC Indianapolis. Hashtag UCC 17. Yipper. That's all I got. You don't got any hashtag stuff? I try not to do those. Hashtag not my hashtag. See, I'm old enough that where I come from, that's it's known pound as sign. the pound sign, which is what I want to do. Pound every person who puts too many on their posts. That's why I don't tweet. Because I'm not a twit. The tweeters who are twits have tweeples. At least that's which all neighbor taught me. It's fault because... <laughs> You're morons. I don't recall asking your opinion. Exactly. So with that, my name's Armstead. My name is Posh. Good okay, night. We're going to need to wrap it up. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, Boo. Boo. Vulcan Products LLC is a full-service CNC machine shop located in Galleon, Ohio. Since its inception in the 1940s, Vulcan Products has been committed to providing high-quality parts, consultation, service, and value to its customers. We serve industries from telecommunications to high-performance automotive and everything in between. We use live tooling and multi-axis machining. Many jobs can be completed in one operation, providing a savings to the customer. In addition to a fully equipped line of CNC machines, we maintain a full set of manual lathes, mills, grinders, and screw machines. We can apply special finishes, plating, or heat treating to your order. We guarantee satisfaction from the beginning to the end of the manufacturing process, no matter how detailed. Vulcan Products LLC is proud to be ISO 9001 certified and committed to producing quality parts made to your specifications. For more information, go to VulcanProducts.net. And for news, updates, and images of completed projects, find us on Facebook.